God bless you. This is midweek service with uh, Pastor Patricia Shuta. And it's the seventh class. Operating the gifts of the Spirit. And we are going to go into Romans chapter 8 verse 19 and it reads like this verse 19 for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth waiteth for the manifestation of sense of the sense of God we are going to go into our class who remembers the title from last week yes we talked about positioning we learned with uh, questions last week there was a very good question and it helps us maybe sometimes we get confused in certain areas and we don't understand that's why we have questions and if we don't know we will go study it and then we'll bring it back the answer so that's why we like having people asking questions god gives us the opportunity to operate the gifts uh, from where we're positioned. That's what we learn, that everybody has a key position uh, in the kingdom of God where we are to move for the kingdom of God. So a question, if we, if we are born again, our home is in heaven, and we know that we're going to go to heaven. Why don't we have a church every day, seven days a week, and 24 hours? Or we'll give you some hours to sleep and 16 hours to praise and worship. Why not? Somebody can answer that question? Can somebody answer it? And if, if we understand it in the spiritual realm we can say for me it's easier to be here in church eat here sleep here worship here and I won't have to go out of the house to, or to clean to work to go to work but the reason is is because we are p- positioned not only in church churches we are planted where we uh give fruits and we we uh, grow our roots but also to go out of church and operate those gifts imagine us we are all knowing of god and there's a world out there without hope and us in a a, a bubble and, and i tell you this because they are religions uh in cults um the there's some uh, cults out there where, yes, there are people that have bought land in Waco. That was one of them. And there's different ones. Um, but where the leader takes them to a specific place and tells them, we are the chosen ones and we're going to live here. But if we go to the word of God, what contradicts it is 
God tells us that we need to be light in the midst of of darkness. So it means that if I don't go out there outside working or doing daily things and knowing that I'm positioned there as light in the midst of of, uh, of darkness, then how are they going to know? In Isaiah, it says, how will they know if we don't preach them? How are they going to hear if, if we don't tell them and that somebody is us? And, and everywhere, we need to understand to operate this these gifts where we were positioned. We are, we are manifested. And we're going to go into that word, manifested. In verse 19, where it says that the earnest, the yearning of the creation, who is creation? World, the world. They are waiting uh, the manifestation of of the God of the children of God. So why is the creation waiting the manifestation of the Son of God? It, manifestation means that we make ourselves presence when you manifest you give to show you give to show that you are a child of god and it says that the creation is waiting that some somebody um monica pedro esmeralda and juan they make themselves presence as children of god in the in the spiritual need that somebody has and we know that a lot of you have experienced that part that area where how can i minister to my neighbor how do i minister to this other person i love these calls that that they call us to ask how do i do this how do i i preach and they find themselves and what is the correct way to do this and that's uh, lovely because knowing that the creation you and i worship that if we have him we're not looking for riches uh, we're not looking to make more money we're not looking for fame what we're looking for is to grow his home his kingdom and the world wants that they need that that hope i was seeing a documentary that started to be uh, um, being taped in july last year a documentary of the the medics and nurses that were in the midst of the pandemic they were working it 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 was sad um because some of them would say we're talking about this and we don't know if we're going to lose our job because they were exposing uh, everything that they needed that they 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 didn't have they had to they ran out of mask and they were saying what what should we do put them in the microwave or do different things and they saw themselves frustrated where the son of god has a hope where the son of god knows that that you are under his covering where we're not in fear where we say god my life is in your hands and even if i was beside people that had covid and it wasn't your will for me to get infected it didn't happen so we 
we are under a different covering where the world you see you see that anguish and one of them one of the nurses read a, a note that received that day when she went to work that a friend a manager uh, somebody a little bit above her had taken her life because she said that she couldn't no more she didn't know the future and she committed suicide and a lot more died um the cost of suicide and an overdose and alcoholism more than the actual pandemic and that is what is sad that's what the hope that this world is waiting for that they're yearning to listen to a, a voice of hope a, a voice of somebody that has the truth that's going to help them to transition in the midst of the valley of shadow and death somebody that has that word that says hey i know somebody and, and why do you have that peace because i know somebody and when god positions us it's not to position us only in church and that's what we think maybe just here no god positions us wherever we are every second you are positioned to reveal the kingdom of god but i am just a woman that works at home well they're at home with your kids they want to see the glorious will of god in the midst of any sickness you know what we're gonna pray because you know that's what has been affecting the gift of healing where we just go to the doctor it's so easy but if you teach your children the power of prayer and if you teach them son daughter there is power in that god there is a power in the one that resurrected and you teach them then there there they're going to activate that that gift of healing but we run to everything that we have in this country we're saturated of comfort we have uh dismissed the the spiritual need and we put the comfort before the spiritual need and we forget why are we positioned in this kingdom we forget for what god has called us and we say oh i'm just waiting no you can't just be waiting what did what did god what did jesus tell to with the those two people that were in the cross and and they said why are you there if you haven't done anything we do belong to be here and jesus told them i tell you you will be in the kingdom of god with me if it, it was a, a a thing of thing of believing and acting and oh i have 70 years in in theology and now i am gonna talk to the person in the market no forget about that i was seeing the generation from before and maybe uh when it's time where our kids the last generation you know how they were built up they were built up here in the altars talking um and singing a, a special song but now what happens we we put them in a room and we don't show them to go and give thanks to praise to give thanks to the lord but we have all those are ministries that are lifting up and and 
they cannot be ashamed of saying God lives, but you, you might have shame right now, but our children, and I was one of those that they used to tell me, go and sing, go and give thanks and just five years old and and singing and church would uh, encourage those children but now we're so comfortable that we don't even bring them to to um, other classes or Sunday school and we wait until they're 14 and we tell them go and give thanks and they say no I'm embarrassed why because we never put a seed inside of them and not even an example from ourselves this wasn't in my notes but see it wasn't in my notes but I always say God we have a class but you will always guide us in the midst to the necessity in the midst of the necessity and I have to see with my spiritual eyes and and if I start seeing in the flesh you are going to be discouraged you look at your home you see how you're you're raising your children and don't say oh but them or them over there and here or there there's a a, a famous uh, saying the grass is always greener on the other side and we always compare and we always compare and now I was reading a meme saying that you don't know that uh, your neighbor's grass is plastic and that's why it's always green. And it's true. It's because sometimes we just uh, let ourselves be led by, by saying things. Oh, for you it's easy, but no, it's not easy for anybody to to lead a song, but we do it because we love God and it's obedience. Are you listening? It's not easy for anybody. We all shake, we get nervous, and we're like, oh, Lord, help me, because we ask for his mercy because we know he's the only one that can capacitate us. So the manifestation is when God's children say, I'm here and present. What is the necessity? I can pray for you. What is your necessity? To that one that's outside. Don't ask the people here in church because they already know of God. What happens then? We're here just talking and talking with our friends. And we don't say, God, take me to the swap meet. Or where I can take some tracks and say, oh, you need prayer? And don't worry if they're going to come. That's not the problem if they're going to come or not. Um, the thing is that you can say, I, I sowed and God does the growing. Maybe they can't, they come and are not, but you are an active child. You're a child that manifests itself and said, I am here and present. And somebody came to know God because you were not ashamed. My mom used to tell me being ashamed is stealing. When you have to come up here and you say, oh, I have, I, I'm ashamed. If, if you and you're doing something wrong. If you're doing something wrong, you have to ask for forgiveness. If you do something wrong, obviously. But if you are a son of, of God, washed by the blood of God, of Jesus, then you shouldn't be ashamed. And your children are going to know if, and learn from you. And you're going to impact them. So you have to say present. So manifestation is when we make ourselves visible. When we say, I am here. Not when we are put away. No, here we come to capacitate ourselves. We come to learn.
we come to ask God to help us if something happened on the way here but you come here to be repaired to God heal you to give you um, the pouring of the heavens and heal you I'm never gonna forget how how Balsamo del Cielo was born eight years ago uh, the dance team in our church even before we had that group for those that are here that remember how it happened it was a process that I was going through is is God telling us that I give you but it's a if I just came from church why did things happen hello God gave you the bomb before the 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 trial came. The word of God says that we're in this world. We're going to go through the things of the world. We pay rent or are you because you're God's child you um you tell them, "Oh, I'm a I'm a daughter of God and we're we're not going to pay rent." No. Yes or no? We have to go through the things of this world. So it says that the creation yearns to see that manifestation. They want to see the children of God. We can't be secluded. We have to go out. We have to talk. And I was te- and I was saying, God, sometimes I'm going to invite them. Ask them, what's your necessity in your heart? When we talk about manifestation... Uh, a lot of times god is going to examine our heart and is going to want our heart to manifest uh, before him uh, when there's a necessity you're going to manifest what's inside of you when the need comes then i run to aflac or run to where do you run to or you run to that tower of power when sickness comes in the time of pandemic a lot of hearts were manifested where their faith was where their god was and where was their creator yes or no uh, to all of us it came to trial us our faith like never before and god said let me see where your heart is let's see where your heart is my son and my daughter so am i really your healer Or are you with 20 masks and, and covered? I I would put on the mask because I have to obey. Well, you have to go and you have to obey the rules and you can't go into establishments. But they sat you next to somebody and you take off your, your mask. And I would just put it on because I need to obey. But... With mask or without mask, the virus comes in. So, so it came, God came to say, yeah, I want you to manifest your faith, uh, your heart. Where is your God? And I was said, for a lot of people, God isn't the power for the supplier. God is not the everything for them. It's only half what uh, it's left over my money, what's left over my time, whatever is left over. Yeah, so, so God comes and see where our heart is. In the midst of any 
problem. Remember, God, you are examining me, examining me. You want to see where my heart is manifesting. So we're going to continue. So we're going to continue. Some people say, Oh, I'm good. I'm like, Pastor, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish. No, we're just gonna continue. So we are ambassadors. 2 Corinthians 5.50. The verse is gonna be 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, verse 20. And it says, the word of God says, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were beseeching you by us, we pray you on Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. So we are ambassadors, an an ambassador is somebody that's sent um, somebody special, somebody that's an official so you see the news that come out. We are um, ambassadors. If you see the news, CNN, or you see the ambassadors from other countries, like from the U.S. to Mexico, with the plan of forming, um, forming, forming a, a link. Who can say what a link is? Link. A link is like a relationship, um, a connection between both parties. So somebody is sent so they can form a relationship with another country. So God calls us ambassadors. So it's it means that as children of God, we're representatives, uh, official representatives of the kingdom of heaven. Oh, I don't know if you understood this, but I want you to repeat it. I am an official of the kingdom of heaven. You are a representative, official representative. So when somebody asks you, who are you? You can say, I am an ambassador of the kingdom of God. And that is why nothing can can uh, make you afraid. If there's a, a demon that comes, you can say, I am a representative of of God, you have authority. It 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 um it full it makes you full of authority. So that's what the Bible says. We are ambassadors, representatives of the kingdom of God, kingdom of God. So it says it it says that. However, I am. That's how they are in heaven as well. However, my attitude is, or how how I talk, that's how they talk in heaven. It wants to mean that whatever I do, that's what they do in heaven. Because we are ambassadors. We are representatives. We represent what is in heaven. And how is a representative going to represent that they don't even know what color your your, uh, flag has? 
What colors does the flag of the United States have? Some people don't even know or remember. If you live in the U.S., you need to know. I only know red, white, and blue. What is Mexico? Oh, Mexican flag is green, red, and white. And the the Christian flag, what colors does it have? Not anybody, not everybody knows. And we are ambassadors. I didn't even know. Those that are connected, they probably didn't even know. Probably people don't know that there is a Christian flag. They were the, really, yes, really. Do we have the Christian flag? Yes, over there. You People don't even know that we have it here. I had a gift for somebody that would answer this question, but people didn't, people didn't know really. They just said it all like a question. They didn't know the colors. So brothers and sisters, just learn the colors and what they mean because we are ambassadors, the colors of the Christian flag. So your nation is the, the nation of heaven. So... You need to learn what your nationality is because you're now an ambassador. You're a representative. And and sometimes we don't realize and we don't pay attention to what our nationality is now, which is from heaven. So it, it wants to see that that title, that title, you have to take it every day and ask God, Lord, please help me to behave as an ambassador because that's how they uh, act. So it's a link. It's a link. That, an ambassador is a link that makes a connection from one country to another country. Now in our situation is you establish a relationship um, to show somebody uh, the the laws and how he is a, a good God, that he's a warrior God, he's a God that fights for you, that he's a, a God that heals. That's what we were beginning with. What is God for you? So you come to show this world who he is. Who is that God? Who is your leader? Who is the, the one that you are representing? You are responsible on how you represent your 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 country you present the culture and the things that they do up in heaven so so if i am always mad like if i drink the lemon juice then people are gonna say oh people christians are like that Oh, those Christians, they're very uh, anger and and they get revenge. Because even what we put, like people that we are shown like we're, um, we like to get revenge and stuff like that. No, not only to those, not to only those that you don't know, but with my family, with those that surround me, those that are near me. So... So that responsibility, it comes over us to represent the kingdom of God. That's why you understand what the pastor says. If you are behaving bad out there and being in gossips, 
don't even say that you belong to ADS. Why? Because you are also an ambassador of ADS. And you talk about, oh, I don't like the leaders. Well, you come here and you're talking bad about where you come and eat. You're a representative. So just don't say anything. Just say, I am an independent. Yeah, because the independent does whatever they want. They report to whoever they want to report. So just say what you are, independent. But if you are a child of God, because even in the paternity, even in this manifestation as children, what does, do our parents tell us when we go somewhere and we would go visit? They tell us, you better be, if you, what do they tell us? You run around and be bad? No. What did they tell us? They tell us you better behave good because, why? Because when we go home, you are going to get it. You're going to get a beating. Why? Analyze it. That's what we were talking about. Why? Because you represent the home. You present. You represent your father. Oh, the uh, the bad child, the ones that steal. Oh, they say. Oh, that's what your parents teach you to be um, to talk back. Yes or no? Even those that are connected say amen. Because here. I can hear crickets here in the in the temple. You represent your mother, your family, your father. Or what would they tell you? Go and do whatever you want. No. Even if the father wasn't there, he knows that you represent the family, the home. Yes or no? And you have to conduct yourself very well. How many... Uh, got a, a beating for being representing uh, badly your home to represent your home badly for those that that did thank you for the only person that was honest so these people are telling each other to raise your hand raise your hand because you were you were naughty If, if you were taught to respect your home, because there are people, I've ministered all these years, I've ministered people that were not taught because they, were, they grew up without a father. And they grew up, sadly, with only maybe a mother that worked that didn't give them attention. That is sad. And that's why now they have a difficulty with as Christians or, or at work and they struggle with with authority because they didn't have that at their home. And thank God if you were born with those values that were where you if you were bad, you were beaten with a because there's people that now don't even believe in, in correction. The discipline the discipline of the now what what does it become now oh that's child abuse nowadays 
there's a word that our kids know. And it doesn't matter if we don't advance too much. We have two more hours. Because this class is really good. There's a word that our, our kids know. That is CPS. CPS. And I heard it one time from one of my kids. Who, who, how many have heard that word, CPS? But your kids know that word. Because that word says, it means child protective services. It means that if you talk, uh, raise your voice to your child and they get offended, they can call CPS, Child Protective Services. And if you have your kids disconnect, connected with you, unconnect them. But that's what they teach you at school. When my son first used it, he was eight. And if if you don't know, they, they will teach them because that's what they do, whatever they want. Because... Here, there's no discipline, there's no beating because the government covers them in such way that their kids can do whatever they want with whatever they want and whomever they want. And they're covered with uh, an authority of, of this country. And there's parents that, that, that are afraid but when you have taught them where you move and what kingdom you move and you are an ambassador and the bible tells you to correct your child and correct your home how they do it in heaven because you're an ambassador then you don't have an issue did you know one time one of the authorities gave uh, that give that example to somebody uh, to take their child to Mexico, you give them the beating, leave them there, so everything clears up, and then you bring them back, right? A lot of the authorities have said it because they know that the parents have had their authority taken away. That's why there's a lot of potheads and a lot of uh, tweakers and people that do drugs, even in 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 their homes in their rooms they're getting uh, drunk and that's sad because there is no authority because they're growing like that that's why this world needs ambassadors and representatives that say no that's not normal the normal is not what this world has for them no the normal thing is for you to walk in obedience walk how God establishes so that your life can be blessed you know that the blessing comes as well for what we have done and how we honor our parents I want to be blessed we say well then bless your teach your kids to bless because there are some adults nowadays that they don't have a blessing because they dishonor their parents so if you have then say sorry lord please uh, help me to uh, go through the consequences but i cut that those chains that i went through so they don't go through my 
that are my children so they don't dishonor your name, God. Because a lot of people say, why am I going through this? Why? Because you did the same thing with your parents. Well, that wasn't in my notes. Well, we're, we're advancing. We're continuing to advance. So, we continue. So, principles that we see in the Bible, how these men operated their gifts. Number one, we see it in women. And we're going to read the verse later on. But where the women would give money. There were, in the ministry of Jesus, there were women that would give and serve using their gifts. Their gifts of giving. And this is this is where we see how giving is a gift. A lot of people can't give. It hurts them. It hurts them to give. It hurts their wallet sometimes. It hurts them out there. Not the ones that are connected here. Those outside of the church. When God tells you, when God tells you, because God talks to us, and I know because we were ministering different places, Mexico, here and there. We would go and minister as a, a, a group, a worship team, and God would tell me, go and seed. And so, so $500. It wasn't that easy back then. But God would tell me, so, so. And why are they so blessed? Oh, if I would tell you. That's why I tell you simply it's better to give. And we didn't give for God to give us back. No, we were give because it's an obedience. It says that we should give of so much that he has blessed us with. And there was women that had that gift of giving. It's a gift. And those are ones that give. There's those that give really fast. If you, if I see if if there's a something online that I want, I, I buy it, right? So we need to learn to give because it's a gift, and not a lot of people can give. There's people that lived until their elderly lives, accumulating, accumulating, people that had money. And their kids living in, in scars and and their kids not enjoying anything. And they wouldn't buy them food that they wanted because there was uh, this greed. And they died with nothing. They died because somebody else, and then somebody else used everything else that they had. These are real stories. Because... Not a lot of people want to give. If I give sister, but to my wife, ask me uh, for for a new dress. Oh no, they have a lot. I don't know what I'm saying that because sometimes you want to give because sometimes you want to give to the church, but you don't want to give to your family. I don't know why God's telling me to say this. To God I give. Oh, but my child, no. 
No, because we don't have anything. Never say we don't have it. We don't have any. Or we don't have it. Even if you have a penny, even if you didn't have a penny, just say, I, I, we have every our riches up in heaven. Never say that you don't have anything because you're a, a child of God. You're an ambassador. You know the money that the ambassadors make? Oh, God provides in miracle ways where you wouldn't even believe or imagine because your check is God signs your check because when you work for him so love your family when God tells you to so go ahead and do it and God talks to us and I've tell you because I've experienced it a lot of times talking to somebody God tells me give them bless them give them so see Joseph, we're talking about Joseph. Joseph, not the husband of of Mary. Joseph, the son, the son, the dreamer. Joseph, the dreamer. Joseph, he was in the palace of the Pharaoh and God used him with science and and wisdom if you have read that story uh, he had the gift of science and of wisdom science and wisdom so we continue Uh, Philippe Use the, the gift of what did what did that what did Philip use? I'm gonna tell you. The gift of miracles for a whole city can come can come to Jesus. The sovereignty of God. He used them with miracles because he would he knew the the roots of those of those uh, of that city and God operated in the gift of miracles so that city can believe. Um, who else? The apostle Paul uh, taught in a church in a school. In, in, and used them in the gift of teaching. In the gift of teaching. Is that also a gift? And we're going to go into a deeper level. Each one, how they we distinguish them and know them. But we are touching these in the base. At the top. So teaching is also uh, a gift. That's why... When we ask, who wants to teach our children? Not everybody says, yes, no, that's not our gift. If not your gift, don't do it. Don't feel bad. But if God tells you, I want you to teach, then you need to be obedient and teach. So when somebody says, now in these times, who wants to teach? And people say, no, not even the mothers wanted to teach their own kids. Why? Because it's a gift. Because not any everybody can teach. 
Well, now we know teaching is a gift. Because you need to know, to articulate, to express an idea so the other person can understand and captivate it. Not just that you're going to read a book and a story. You have to maintain the attention of who is listening to you. I have had teachers um, that sometimes they would just talk uh, like, couldn't really understand them and and you they would just be just 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 talking gibberish and imagine if I would teach like that everybody would fall asleep I used to have a teacher that I used to I had to wash my hand my face because my eyes were closed because he had a, a very sleepy voice and and I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, learn. His, his uh, gift was probably worshiping so you can sleep in the spirit of God. But teaching was not his forte or his gift. So if we call a worshiper to come to a worship, you need to have a gift that God has given you. So the teaching is a gift. So we would, we would see it. Who wants to teach? And it's not about just teaching. So we see that Paul had that, that gift. He even wrote. He even wrote. How many apostles did Paul write? How many apostles did he write? He wrote a lot of them in the New Testament. If you don't know it, don't say it. Don't look for it. How many apostles did, did he write? He wrote 13. Now, how many in, in the New Testament, how many books are there? We learned them a few years ago. Now, the other day, I found those notes that... I have notes of those uh, studies that we had. There are 27 books in the New Testament. 27. Or 27 books in the New Testament. And as good students, you should write it down. When you write it down, it sticks to your brain. Not because I'm going to go check your notes, but it's a good idea to write them down. It's a practice that your mind, it retains more of the information when you write it down. 27 books in the New Testament. And how many books in the, in the Old Testament? How many old, in the Old Testament, how many books in the Old Testament are there? There's 39 books in the Old Testament. How many books in total? Just add them up. We're, I think we are going to go back to the, to the beginning of how many... What are the languages that the Bible was written in? My students... 
there are some that did say the languages that the Bible was written in. So, so we covered point number two. So we're going to continue with uh, point number three. Operating the gifts and the seven virtues of the Lamb. So if you want to write them down, we're not going to um, go into them. These go with the seven that we saw last week. If you remember, we saw it in, in Revelation where it said uh, the lamp that was... The word God says in Revelation 5.12... Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessings. That's what uh, Revelation 5.12 says. And we, and we, so we, we broke down uh, the power that is government, riches is economy. So those sevens are seven are the ones that we're talking about. So we're gonna see points number three operating in the seven virtues of the Lamb. If you uh, want to refresh, see last week's class. And you can also see the notes that we have um, on the videos from before. So the first one is Genesis 41:44. In Genesis 41:44, it says, "And the Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt." He was calling him to government. It's government number. So in Luke chapter 8 verse 3 it says, Joanna the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna the many and many others which ministered unto him of their substance. So we see finances right there, that they helped in the finance department. Those are the women that were in the ministry and they had the, the gift of giving. Number three is Philippians 8.35, actually Acts. Acts 8.35, it says... Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto Jesus. So we're going to read 835. That is what it says. When we talk about teaching and talking, we're talking about communicating. So number three is communicating in Acts 335. First, um, chapter 8, verse 35, the communication skills. And bef 
before they had less than today now all of the the media that we have in communication ways to communicate and when you send a verse now you have so much access access to communicate the word if you don't know how to communicate with somebody send them a verse send them a message send them a song even in youtube send them a song send them because i know that one of those uh ways of uh, communication uh, communicating is a lot that we can't say oh i can't use them uh, so god used them in the way of communication number four uh, corinthians first and the word of god reads like this in first corinthians 9 18 what is my reward then Verily that, when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I abuse not my power in the gospel. Even, I was talking about, even in the tickets, how um, how it, it cost. And this covers art. There's a few, few that now tell you what got put in your heart no now you there's people that call pastor and tell them we charge you ten thousand um and money for tickets and for flights a lot of calls that we get because now it's a time of of um of business that's why the people that came the uh, family florists they have been in huge places and and they came here and they said whatever god puts in your heart and it's hard to find people that that are um, famous that are known now they put price to their singing they put price to their worship to the preaching are we understanding so the now art is the way of communicating uh, now dance becomes a part of art uh the skits are parts of art it's a part of arts and we are a church that we move in those kind of ways through the art through dance that is the 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 things that we do we have people that god has given them that gift it's not uh whatever thing that um Anybody can give you number five is Acts 19.9. So Acts chapter 19 verse 9. It reads, but when diverse were hardened and believed not, but spake, spake evil of the way before the, mul- the multitude, he departed from them and separated the, disi- the disciples, disputing daily in the school of one ty- Tyrannus. Next is uh, number six, 1 Timothy 3, chapter 3, verse 3 to 4. And it reads, reads like this, not given to wine, no, no tricker, not greedy or filthy lookery, but patient, not a brawler, 
not covetous, one that ruleth well with his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. You can ask God uh, in what areas I can uh, correct in my home so my home can be good. Um, ask God where um, maybe in my my husband doesn't uh, eat food at home and it's always buying food from the outside. You ask God what areas uh, that our home needs to be better, better, better administrators or stewardship. And it talks about how we need to let go. We need to let go of things, of, of habits, relationships, things that we love, that our, our, our flesh loves. And it says don't give in to those things. And that's why people don't want to come to the Lord. They want to let go of these uh, habitual sins that they have. Your children are going to be... Uh, under submission because you are going to teach them and one day when they're adults they're going to give you the thanks because you have taught them how to be submissive Um, so that's in this verse as well and also says to be in truth truthful don't teach your children to be uh, liars or to cut shorts to have shortcuts and things oh today we're not going to you're not going to go to school because we're going to say you're sick. No, you're teaching them to be dishonest if you do that. Well, we're not going to go over there, but we're going to say, even if you don't tell them what you're going to say, they know that you are being dishonest. Don't teach them to be dishonest. Uh, there's a, a saying in my in my country that it, it's better to be uh, ashamed it's better to be shamed once than always be shamed. And somebody told me, oh, why do you correct your kid like this? I know my child. You don't live with them. I know my child. Oh, why? If I didn't correct him here, if you, if they lift their voice uh, towards me, even in church, more because we're in church, you're not going to uh, disrespect me here. So it's better... It's a, it's better for me one shameful time than many, many shameful times. Don't never tell somebody to how to raise their children. They're going to be responsible how they raise their children. And if you see somebody that's not correcting their children, pray. You know, even my child tells me, Mom, you never uh, let us do this and that. And, and I would tell her, pray. And, and we're going to have classes um, to teach younger parents how to raise their children. Let's pray. God is going to give us the, the wisdom. God is going to give us how to because this generation is new. It has a lot of changes in, in the morals. So we have to remember that we are representatives, ambassadors of Christ, and we have to make a difference. All your kids don't talk back to you. They don't because they know it's against the Bible because they are dishonoring me. They know that when they they dishonor me, they steal their own blessing because they're not honoring me. We understand. So you have to uh, do the difference in their lives. Matthew, number seven, Matthew 
16, 18. So Matthew 16, 18, chapter 16, verse 18, it reads like this. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So point number six is um, is strength. What we are in this world, what we present, what we say that if we have him, we have everything, we're not uh, lacking anything. That means that we are moving in the dimension of ambassadors, in the dimension of representatives, that we are present, that we're making ourselves presence in the needs of this world. So Matthew um, 16, 18. You are the church. You are the church. You are the church. That means that no open door of hell can prevail against your life because we are the church. This is the sanctuary where we reunite. We unite, but the church is us. And it says, on that rock, I will edify my church. You and I are the ones that take that heaviness to represent the heavens of the lord i want to finish um this lesson of this wednesday we want our youngsters to keep having that 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 uh, worship of what that they received up in the camp um because we want them to experience, not because somebody told them, but we want them because they know they had a, a real touch of the spirit. So we're going to call all of our youth uh, to continue in that worship to God. And this is the end of Wednesday class with Pastor Patricia Chuta.